Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Lush Life, No Labels. I'm Michelle. And this is Alfredo, and this is already the fifth episode. Thank you for coming back to us. Last week, we talked about friendship, and this week, we want to talk about dating and romance. But before we jump into that, Alfredo, do you want to start with your story of the week? Yes. So this is, at least to me, was really weird. And I told Michelle this. So I have to take everybody back to the very beginning to understand this in its full context. When I moved here to Florida, I was on Tinder. So I matched with this guy on Tinder. We talked. I gave him my number, which was a mistake. But we we talked, texted. And then I kind of decided that I didn't want to meet up with him. He just seemed a little bit off. So he was kind of being pushy, like, hey, can we meet up? I want to meet you. I want to see you. And I told him, you know, I just moved here. I'm starting a new job. I'm getting used to my place. Do you mind if you you let me reach out to you when I'm ready? I was trying to be very gracious and not just ghost him or block. So he said, okay. And then he texted me, hey, what's up? Hey, you know, like, hey, seven times. So I had to block him. Then he writes me from a different number and said, hey, is this Alfredo? And I said, no, wrong number. And then, you know, life goes on. And I got a message from this other person who I hadn't heard of. And I hope you don't judge me, but I do give my number out to a fair amount of people. So the guy (laughs) messaged me, sends a picture, like two pictures. And it was a cute guy. So I was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, you live here. Okay, me too. And we started talking. And then the conversation just continued. And then something seemed off to me because in the guy's selfie at the gym, you know, showing off his muscles and whatever, he had an iPhone. And I have an iPhone. But the messages were coming in 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 green. green. Well, it just seemed off to me. And then out of nowhere, I said to the guy, why are your messages coming in green if the the selfie is with an iPhone and then he said I'm messaging you from Google Voice or Google whatever I was like is this even the person that you said you are and he said no and I'm gonna read the messages is your name actually that are those actually your pictures and he said that's not me those are not my pictures so I said so what was your plan use someone else's pictures and then what I feel uncomfortable right now and then the guy said My plan was to reveal myself before we met, hoping that you'd give an explanation for why you had initially accepted me and then rejected me. I I, that show, Catfish, with uh, Max and Neve, and this sounds exactly like that show. But it was just really weird because I've never catfished anybody, and I don't understand what they're going for. Because if you're not the person you say you are, what are you going to do when the person says, okay, let's meet up? Then they're going to obviously well, realize that. Show, sometimes they don't actually expect to meet this person. They start living in the fantasy that they've created by lying to you. Anyway, it's really weird. I thought it was really weird. I told Michelle about it. And the fact that I already blocked this person twice and came up with a Google voice, that was just so strange, but... There's all types of people in this world. There are a lot of different types of people and a lot of people on dating apps. So that actually is a great way to transition into today's main topic of dating. And also, where do you meet dates? How do you continue small talk into meaningful communication? 
Exactly. So we also want to talk about how, as you get older, your expectations change and what you're actually looking for changes. But like Michelle said, I think that for most people today and just the defining part of this era in 2023 is dating with apps because there's so many apps that are out there now that you can use to meet people. There's Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Grinder, Plenty of Fish, Oh, Coffee Meets Bagel. Yeah, exactly. There's so many ways to meet people. And I think most people today do meet people through apps and it's not stigmatized. Like maybe 15 years ago, it was stigmatized to meet people. Now I don't think anyone bats an eye or judges if they find out, oh, I'm on Tinder, I'm on Hinge, whatever. Exactly. I actually think it's a pretty common way that a lot of people have met their dates and meeting someone in person or lack of a better term, organically is actually less heard of now than meeting your boyfriend or girlfriend on a dating app. So let's talk about our experiences using these apps because we both use we both used them at some at one point or another. And I, I would say I've had good and bad obviously the catfish is a bad example (laughs) but I've I've met like nice normal people on apps as well and I've even made friends on apps. Tinder was founded the first year that we were in college so just thinking back to that is a little funny but I've used a lot of different dating apps over the years. Hinge for me at least was consistently the one that I actually got meaningful dates out of so dates that actually were fun and the people were who they said they were and where there were conversations that passed beyond just small talk. Overall, that's been the one that I've liked the most, but there are some that I liked at some point. So Bumble, I remember I liked that one at the time because women could message men first. And for whatever reason at the time, it seemed like that was better than just having a bunch of random guys message you. Then I decided I didn't like that. What about you, Alfredo? I mean, I've, I've used Grindr and Tinder throughout the years, and I've met all types of people, but I've had good and bad experiences, but I've had meaningful connections with the people I've met. It's been a mixed bag of, of things that have happened. With. Well, it's funny you said this about the people being who they say they are, because I think that's a... The sort of a stigma about dating apps and a pitfall of them is that you only really get to see a certain side of that person. Yes. And you get to see the side that they specifically want you to see. They pick the photos they want. Going back to Hinge, they pick the questions or the prompts that they're willing to answer. So there's a lot that you don't know about them. And may I say a lot of guys have really shitty photos. So The angling of all these pics as well is just not doing it. (laughs) For straight guys. For straight guys. Exactly. But I think that that's one thing that could go the one extreme where the people look really bad, but in real life, they're not actually like that. Or the other extreme where on social media or in pictures, it's very curated and they look good. But then in real life, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a pitfall of all of these apps because you're creating this kind of curated image of yourself. And obviously no one's going to intentionally upload pictures where they look bad. But I think that that's one of the hard parts of just meeting people, whether it be through Instagram or Tinder or whatever, is that 
you're not really getting the full side of the person because you're not seeing their personality. You're not seeing you know, how they really behave or how they are. There are a lot of stuff that doesn't come across. Yeah. And I think that's, that. that's really about first impressions too, because if you meet someone in person, they've already made an in-life impression on you. Whereas with dating apps, the impression is whatever the profile is at the time. And the impression is also that first conversation that you have with them. Can this person keep my attention? Do I have enough to talk about with them? Can we eventually get to a point where we meet up? So no, you know, and, profile, but also about the communication. Exactly. And, and I think that that is the hard one of the, for me, one of the challenges of dating apps is, okay, you make small talk, you talk a little bit. But like, how how long does that go on before you meet in real life? Because obviously, if I'm on these apps, I'm not looking for a pen pal. I have friends. I have friends in other parts of the country and the world where I can talk to them. I If I'm on the app, I'm trying to meet in real life. You know, it's not I'm just trying to chat with some random person. I don't know. And I think that that's a problem that happens on these apps where there's a small talk and it's like not going anywhere. And you say to yourself, OK, so. When do you want to meet up? But it's hard because you don't want to be too direct and say, hi, want to meet up? Because some people are put off by that. They think it's way too forward. And I said it's been successful with app over the past two years, trying to meet up in person sooner rather than later. Because I do think, I, first off, I don't want to drag it. I'm definitely at the point where we need to cut to the chase. Are we going to go out or not? I have a, a good reasons for why I'm like this. I try to say, okay, you seem nice. Would you like to, you know, get coffee, go for a walk, whatever, when you're free? When it goes on and on and on and drags on, it's sort of difficult to move it forward at that point. And the other thing is that you're not really getting an impression of how the person really is. Yeah, because you're just texting. For the most part, you're just, exactly. You're just texting, so you don't really know how they are. I'd rather not waste my time chatting with somebody to and then meet them in real you. life and find out that they're really awkward or they're boring or they're snobby or whatever that we don't click. And it's like, okay, I wasted my time talking to this person for two weeks and now this was a waste of time. I That's why I try to be pretty direct and say, hey, um, you know, you look good. Do you want to, <laughs> you know, that's really all you can judge. Like, you look well, good. You need People get nervous. That's the other thing too with dating apps, right? Like you're just texting this person and you do, because you don't really know what their humor is. For me, I'm really sarcastic. So if they don't know my humor, I typically am not throwing out sarcastic messages unless I've met with them first. So it, it is hard to be yourself fully, at least for me, when I'm on a dating app because they don't really know what I'm like until they show up and they're like, oh, there you go. Like, wow, she's a lot. <laughs> No, I'm but it's true. You want people that. to know your personality um, from the get-go. Exactly. But it's interesting and a related topic, though, that we've talked about is when I when I was younger, maybe I wasn't as sure of myself. And maybe I would try to be a little bit like, quote unquote, play it cool when I went on a date and try to be more calm or whatever you want to call it. And now I'm kind of like, you know what, like, this is my personality. I am how I am. It's better for you to know how crazy and intense I am from the very <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm kind of a lot. So you should know. Like, that way we're friends. 
<laughs> yeah, part of it. But I think it's like I'd rather the person know it's like this is my personality, and if you don't like it and you, you you're not about it, we're not gonna click. So you know this exactly. isn't gonna go anywhere. So that I don't, but I do think some people do try to restrain themselves or kind of quote unquote tone it down or something about their personality. Obviously, you don't want to scare people, but I'm kind of like you know this is, it is what it is. It's how I am. The older I get, I don't want to beat around the bush for people who are actively dating whether it's to just have some people to date or to be in a more long-term relationship you want to for me i and i hope for the rest of you you want to spend your energy and time with people who are worth spending it with even though you may not know your dates very well at the beginning for me it's not even worth it to get dressed up and put on makeup and and travel somewhere just to have a mediocre time or to have a bad time <laughs> at some point. can you tell us about a, a mediocre encounter you've had i can tell you many unfortunately <laughs> but i'm more intentional about how i spend my time and who i spend it with so even in terms of dating i made a goal to myself at least that i don't want to drag things on if they don't need to be so i i agree that I want to show myself the earlier, the better so that they know what my personality is. And if I don't like their personality, then it's better for me to know so I can be out. Exactly. But when you go on dates, whatever this, the meetup, whatever you want to call it, when you meet up with people, what I try to do is I do try to be prompt about meeting up in real life to really know what the person's like. But I also try to pick something that's kind of low stakes where it's not a big commitment either for me because I don't think that with a complete stranger I'd say let's go to you know the three course dinner at the <laughs> French restaurant so you're saying you prefer more casual dates as the first or second date than going to a sit-down dinner or something yeah I would not I would not try to go to a sit-down dinner as a first date personally most of my first dates have been sit-down dinners. And a few years ago, I decided that I don't want that anymore because I just got bored of doing dinners. It just felt like I was doing an interview over and over and over again. And I just got tired of doing that. So for me, I like first dates that are not dinner. Brunch is good. We can do an activity. We can do mini golf, things like that. Like I like doing active things, not just sitting down and talking. So those are the types of first dates that I started going on a few years ago. It's funny you say that because that's what I do too. For example, I usually evenings, I live near a park and there's a lake and I go for a walk around the lake and the park. And sometimes I'll say as like a very, you know, low commitment thing, hey, like, you know, do you want to go for a walk with me in the park? Yeah. And, you, and I think that's not a bad, you can sit down on the bench, talk, you can walk and talk and it's not high stakes so you know if it's really bad you can be like oh i'm tired <laughs> yeah to me that's a really low stakes commitment and then you can go from there because you know i've had experiences where it's like oh let's just meet up and go walk around the city or walk around the park and you really click with the person and you spend a couple hours and it's really great but if it's not good i mean i make up excuses like oh i'm feeling sick or I need to go to work early tomorrow. I'm tired after 15 minutes. I just like dip. 
So have you ever aborted a date and just tried to like get out ASAP? I don't remember a time where I actively left a date. Really? Yeah, actually. Okay. Honestly, the sad part is that I've sad I've sat through a lot of dates that I was just I knew within five minutes that I was this was not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But I felt like it was rude. It would be rude to leave, and I got dressed to come here. And so, but what was so no, bad I about do that? It, I would like, definitely dip out. But what was like? You're, you go to this restaurant, <laughs> and now you're like at the table with this person that you don't want to be with, and you're just trying to make conversation. Exactly. Exactly. It's so awkward. What do you talk about? It's like an interview. You just talk about what do they do? What do you do? What are your hobbies? What are their hobbies? Oh, I kind of very basic things exactly, and and those were the ones where, of course, I'm not going to go on a second date. But I think to even get to that first one, like to get to the point where I wasn't just on these random dates. When I was on the dating apps, I would be more scrutinizing of the profiles that I saw. So I would be pickier and just notice different things that if I. I imagine if I were with that person for a long time, then that wouldn't work for me. So I became much harsher about who I swiped and I started swiping less. Okay. I'm just trying to imagine you, you know, at this date, just making, being polite. (laughs) Making conversation. Like, oh, I I honestly, I really. A lot of people will just talk about themselves if you ask questions. That's what it was. A lot of the, like, these people just. You don't care. You just want to. <laughs> but I would no, but... speed up. I wouldn't sit for a long time. I would speed up the conversation so I could leave, but I never just left within five minutes. Oh wow. I I mean I've left situations, you know, after 15 minutes or but it's these low stake things where you can make an ex- make up an excuse like, oh that's one I'm of the benefits tired. of <laughs> my <laughs> friend needs me or whatever. Actually, I remember when I was I guess in my like early 20s, my friend and I had an agreement that when we went on, we would let each other know like, oh, I'm going on a Tinder date. And we would always call them after an hour. Or no, I don't know, we had a set time oh, to, to check call in. and say, okay, like, if I don't answer the phone, things are going well. But if I answer the phone, make up some excuse so I can leave. <laughs> and I remember with my friend that one time... <laughs> This was a coworker of mine when I was like, I don't know, 23. We left work and she said, Will you just wait with me here in the in the town square while my d- Tinder date comes to get me? And then she saw this guy walking towards us and she's like, Oh no, please tell me that's not my Tinder date. <laughs> and he was like really short and he did not look like the pictures at all. Oh, no. but, and I don't know, like, I guess she didn't think, like, should we just walk away? <laughs> like, what do you do? And so she told me, she's like, call me in, in 30 minutes. And I remember I called her and I made up the craziest excuse. I think she said they were just eating the soup at the Russian. I think I told her, there's a leak. Oh, you know, the landlord called me. And oh, no. There's was- a water leak. Like, there's water leaking all over the apartment. You need to go immediately and take care of it. I'm not home or something. And she told this to the guy, and I can't imagine being where that actually happens, where it's like some crazy emergency happens. Wow. You know, my friend, I finally... Help her out with her watery leak. <laughs> like, I was like, you need to come right now. There's a leak in the building. But yeah, no, um, those are hard things. So I guess, a, a, you know, a follow-up question is, 
you usually know when it's not going well, but when do you decide to give the person a, another chance? Because usually for me, I know after one date if I'm interested in ever seeing the person again or no. It's pretty clear to me from the very beginning. At the end of one date, I know if I want to have a second one. Sometimes it's because some the date was great. Sometimes it's I still want to suss them out a little bit. So I want to have the second date. And that second date will definitely determine if there's going to be continuation. of. I think that it depends on every, every individual. If you click with the person that you go on your first date with. And then I think also the follow-up to that first date is important because let's say you met on the apps. Now you've met in person for the first time. Now you're back to communicating via texting or maybe you move to phone calls or uh, video chat. I do think the follow-up is important because then it tells the other person a signal of whether or not you're thinking about seeing them again. And if we imagine that people are sometimes dating multiple people or talking to multiple people on these apps, I do think people tend to move on quickly if someone doesn't respond in the mutual way that they are responding. That's true. I actually think that that's another really good point that you just brought up is that you're talking to multiple people because I'm guilty of this where, okay, maybe I did like the person, but I'm also talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. The problem I think with the apps and most people will tell you is that we're sort of saturated with choices. And mm-hmm. so in your mind, you might say, you know, that person was, they were cute. They were nice. It was good, but I think there's something better out there. There's like grass is greener on the other side um, kind of mentality. And I think the apps promote that because literally you go on Tinder or whatever, and it gives you this illusion of endless choice of, you know, like I can just keep swiping. I can find so many people. And it's not, it's not always like that. I think, well, it is. I guess there are a lot of options. 8 billion people on the planet or whatever. But I think that, you know, it, it makes us not value some of the connections that you make because, you know, you're like, oh, well, whatever. And people ghost a lot on the apps and everything. And I think it's all due to that because there are just so many options and nobody is kind of, you know, valuing anybody else. Obviously, I've ghosted people. Actually, I want to take that back. I don't ghost people in the sense of we're talking and then out of nowhere, I just stop respond. Actually, I guess I'm contradicting myself because I, I did that. with this. <laughs> But I think I tried to be polite about it. Sometimes you do change change your mind that's okay that's okay but sometimes i usually after the first date i know if we clicked or not and i'm usually willing to meet up if i think we clicked you know i want to meet up again i'll I'll give this person another chance and i've had experiences where i thought that we did click but then the person didn't really seem to reciprocate interest in meeting up again Mm -hmm. which is interesting because i think that does happen with that can happen with dates where you could perceive it a certain way, but the other person didn't perceive it the way you did. Exactly. Moving on, though, have you had experiences meeting people, as you said, organically or you know, in real life outside of apps and social media? I have met people organically. I used to prefer meeting people organically. But Where did you meet people, though? Like when the- um, well, in my early 20s, I guess. In college, meeting people organically there. Uh, you can meet people. I've never done this, but you can meet people in the workplace. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. You can meet people if you have a hobby or if you go to the gym, you can meet people there. I've met people at like, 
so I've met people at conferences and different events that I've been to. I've met people at the club. Same, yeah. <laughs> I've no, met I people think... in the grocery store, actually. I've actually met people in a lot of different places. In the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But did it did something only like, once. But did anything like come of it? No. We just like change numbers. <laughs> no, I actually think it's it's interesting because it's almost shifted where now it's weird to meet people just in real life where before it was stigmatized to use apps. It was like, oh, apps are for weirdos. Now, sometimes it's even more criticized if you just meet people in real life. Like, I, I'll give an example. And I actually dated this guy. <laughs> in Madrid, I was in the, the metro. And I met this Brazilian guy. He asked me for directions to go to a certain place. And then we, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm actually going that way. Come with me. And then we started talking. And then he asked for my number. And we ended up dating, not like seriously, but for a month or two. And that was just in a train station. But I think some people would be like, that's really weird. But I don't know. It was nice. He wasn't creepy. It was just like a, you know, casually, hey. You hit it off. I'm lost. Can you help me? What's your number? It's a meet cute. You helped him find his way and then you ended up dating him. No, and I think those things are nice. And I guess let's talk about some of the advantages of meeting people in real life. The advantages, one advantage is, like I said, I like to, the way that I get closer to people is by spending time with them individually and meeting someone organically is great because you get that first impression. And that is sort of the fuel that you have to continue to want to see them. And if you're someone who gets to know people more in person like me, then it's great to meet them in person because now you've started off on a good foot. So that's one advantage for me. The other thing is that it's less weird to ask them to do different things because you've already met them in person. So there's no weirdness around, oh, do I want to meet up with them? You already know what they look like. So you already would know that you're attracted to them, which I think is a big thing. No, exactly. Like you you have to feel attracted to the person. And I think that that's a really big advantage of meeting people in real life. When I saw this person in the train station, I knew that. I was attracted to him because I saw him there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've dated people where the first time I saw them, I was into them. No, exactly. And actually, I've met, I mean, I go to the gym a lot, but I've met a lot of people at the gym. And I actually don't think the gym is a bad place to meet people. Because you see... How do you approach someone at the gym when they're working out? That's the hard part. You know, everyone has their headphones in their own, in their own world. But at least it's a good place to see them physically to know if you're into them. Because then you at least know, like, oh, I'm definitely interested. I've seen them in real life. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's that is definitely an advantage, but it it's harder. It's harder now. Uh, people are less likely to approach other people in person, even if they would, even if they would have done so otherwise. There's just more apprehensiveness in our society, I would say, in general, to approach each other. Yeah, and I think there's so many reasons with COVID, smartphones, and just headphones. You know, people, everyone has their headphones. I'm guilty of this too, but you know, a lot of people walk with headphones in and it's harder to talk to somebody when they have them because you feel rude or like, oh, I'm, I'm imposing or I'm bothering them. Exactly. So we've talked about using dating apps, meeting people in person, how we prefer to approach dating. For those who have been listening, I'd like you to think about your current dating life. 
And whether there are, I know there are folks who may not be prioritizing dating and don't want to actively be dating at this time. That's perfectly fine. But for those of you who are seeking romance in some fashion, how is that going for you? And do you want to keep up with the message, the methods that you've been trying to find dates? Or is it maybe time to switch it up and think about a different way to approach meeting people? So yeah, basically, as a follow up question, just think about your strategy of meeting people, you know, where you're meeting people, how you're meeting people, what kind of things you're looking for in these people that you meet up with or you're trying to date and think about the results you're getting you know are you happy with the way things are going because i think a lot of people will say dating's hard it, it sucks i don't meet people and whenever i hear that i kind of wonder to myself you know what are your expectations going into these dates or these encounters or these meetings or whatever you want to call it what are your expectations and how are you meeting these people because I think that those are very key factors in your satisfaction or how you're perceiving your success or your, if you're getting what you want out of it. Exactly. And that concludes today's episode of Lush Life. No, no labels. labels. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you.